Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. My studio. Right, I'm going to press, I'm going to start the theme now. This podcast is a Royfield Brown production. Find others on iTunes. All right. Hi, this is Steve Zodiac from Zodiac Space Dogs. Check us out on YouTube. And this is my Dumpty Dum. Ambridge goes into outer space. Well, this... no, that was like prog rock Ambridge, wasn't it? <laughs> it was. But it should this... have gone on for like three and a half hours with a with a kind of a an organ solo in the middle for no reason. That was amazing. It was, wasn't it? I heard that and uh, <laughs> it, it brought an enormous smile to my little miserable face. Oh. Oh. Anyway, can this... we just tell? Can, can, can we to... start the bloody show here? No. I am interrupting you because... Podcast interrupters. It it is Naked Fingers' birthday. It was actually Naked Fingers' birthday yesterday. Yeah. And I've just asked him what he did, and it sounded like the world's shittest birthday, to be (laughs) perfectly frank. So it involved liver and getting wet and not in a good way. So can we all please send Mr. Fingers a nice message on the Twitters to cheer him up because he has a sad little face. Oh, thank you very we much. We may carry on now. <laughs> oh, God. This is Dumpty Dum, <laughs> the show about the reality docudrama that is centred on Ambridge in the heart of the Midlands. I am the romantic lay-by rendezvous that is Robert Wilson, and with me I have the hedgerow condom that is Lucy Freeman, and you changed that while, you, <laughs> while we were listening to the theme tune. <sighs> Go on, you hedgerow condom. <laughs> Lucy Freeman. <laughs> Thank you. And the last part of Lydian's Triangle of Love is you, folks, you poor buggers. This week's Dumpty Dum is from Zodiac Space Dogs, and as we've already more than indicated, it's bloody marvellous. Lucy, if someone wants to do something 
a quarter as good as that and send it in. We'll be very grateful, but how do they do it? If you would like to sing us a Dumpty Dum, leave us a plot prediction or base an entire marketing strategy around one of your children's friends' mums, then call us on <laughs> 0203031105 or leave us a message on SpeakPipe. Thank you to Cosmo for his podcast roundups and for doing the Dumpty Dogs, Shambridge for her voices and Derek for the back bedroom. Derek is a bit grumpy because Shula told him off. He volunteered to help her and she was delighted till she realised he thought Hunt Ball was a game. <laughs> I'm fed up of the bloody Hunt Ball already mm-hmm. and I haven't got a ticket on this week's episode. Wait till the Christmas show starts. Oh, Woohoo! Yeah, we've already had a taster. On this week's show, we have views from Maeve who's been misplaced. We have views from Maeve who's misplaced her children. Like, I'm, I'm lost with this. Hang on a minute. Shall we start this again? You might have to edit this. Yeah. That's fine. Don't worry. On this week's episode, we have views from Maeve, who's misplaced her children, like Kate. Catherine, who's had a cold shower. Not contrary, who's had a plot prediction that apparently I won't like. I uh, dread to think. Witherspoon, who gets Lillian on the couch and... Well, many have done that before. And Abby, who thinks Jim and Robert, not this Robert, should be ashamed of themselves. But first, let's brace ourselves for Lucy V. Freeman's Week in Ambridge. We began the week in bed with Lillian and Justin while they talked about whether their guests should be given thimbles or bells as a souvenir <laughs> of the wedding. Ugh. Why not give them absolutely sod all? Because yeah, but no, like the wedding won't even happen. Adam, who had finally got something off the ground, entertained Henry, then ruined it all by blowing the gaff about Justin's surprise dinner to Lillian. As it was a plate full of bloody carrots, she didn't miss much. Anyway, Adam then proceeded to explain how babies got here the modern way to Henry. Well, Henry, Ian and I are going to be daddies. And how that happens is we look on the internet and we find some ladies who sound a bit unreliable. <laughs> after we've asked all the unreliable ladies we already know. And then we go to a party with them and pretend that we're friends. Now, <laughs> let's put this next bit in a way you can understand. Then one of the ladies grows our baby in her pack house and it comes out of her polytunnel. <laughs> Shortly after this, Henry is expelled from school for inappropriate artwork. It all got a bit awks between Toby and Pip after Pip shoved her cold down hand. It all got a bit awks between Toby and Pip after Pip shoved her cold hand down his undercrackers and he leapt a foot in the air and assumed a defensive karate position. Pip has chosen her teenage cousin as a confidant. <laughs> Crazy. A, unusual, and B, fantastically unlikely. Anyway, the advice was, declare your entire heart and soul, make yourself really vulnerable and dependent on the whim of a feckless liar. True love will find a way. The advice only a 17-year-old could give and only an entire dickhead could follow. So she did. <laughs> Considering her husband is slaughtering half the animals in Borsetshire, Sheila seems incredibly obsessed about what suit Alistair's going to wear for the hunt ball that he's not going to. <laughs> Latif is concerned that the more murderous half of the duo, Anisha, Cyclops, Jayakodi, is away, but it's all right. She's been replaced by a locum, a Dr. Death who has his own side. <laughs> Nothing is going to spoil our special day, said Justin, because it's not going to happen, <laughs> shouted the entire listening community. Tony has been asked to be a witness to the marriage. How can you witness something you can't see? Because it's not <laughs> happening! Unless it's going to be like The Graduate, with Matt bursting through the door in a sheepskin coat and hauling her off once he's jump-started the jank because he left the fog lights on. This week, Matt invited Lillian into his car to do a bit of dogging in a lay-by, but Lillian misunderstood and actually brought the dog with her. Nick has started work again at the Bull. 
She's worried she'll have forgotten how to do it. Nonsense, Nick, it is easy. All the working class older men and reliable types drink shires. All the posh women drink white wine. The ne'er-do-wells drink lager, the evil capitalists drink scotch, and the comedy women drink unlikely cocktails. <laughs> and Lillian hurdles the bar and helps herself. Easy peasy. Over on House of Cards, Emma Grundy is worrying why Jimus is quite so keen to help her on her way up the political ladder. Then she ground out her cigar in the ashtray and decided that she didn't care. Power's power. Emma has now started wearing a bright blonde fringe swept to one side. She squints all the time and wears six-inch heels at the chicken factory. Freddie was trying to interest Nolly Tando in going to his college with him. It'll be cool. There's something going on nearly every night, you know. Um, Minecraft and uh, Dungeons and Dragons and, and Minecraft. And you can hang out with me and my friends. Friend. Nolly, the big idiot, fell for it. Robert did a bit of canvassing. He did this by making his voice sound even more as if he had his nuts trapped in a vice. Brian told him how rubbish he was and said, so my advice is, Robert, why don't you go away and um, and actually just go away, Robert. Oh, it's the Christmas show. Hooray. We're doing Sleeping Beauty and we're going to hand the whole thing over to Alice. What? Alice, who narrowly avoided stuffing the whole show up last time and had everyone in despair. Why not get Kate to do the costumes? That went well. I can't quite decide if Welsh Philip the Plumber, Philip the Ballcock, <laughs> is boringly sexy or sexily boring. All the women seem to go a bit way when he's about, but he sounds fantastically dull. Talking of fantastically dull, the hunt ball is going to be a freaking disaster. The bucking bronco has packed up. It's all right, though. They're going to use Hilda Ogden in a bad mood. You know the film mm. The Long Goodbye? That's Matt Crawford, that is. The amount of times he said goodbye to Lillian is unbelievable. So this is the last time I'll be seeing your puss cat. I shan't be poking my head through your cat flap any longer. Definitely. See you then. Unless you want to come with me. I'm a wealthy man now. Of course, it's mostly your money, but still. Oh, Lillian, you're trapped between Del Boy Trotter and an elderly golden retriever. Surely there's a better option. There is. Stop viewing yourself as half a person without a bloke. But you will never, ever do that. <laughs> the end. Well. This, this once miserable Naked Fingers is now uh, vastly cheered up by that. Oh. It, it rung. All oh, right, yeah. You're just milking no, it. I know right? I am. Sorry. I'm fine, everybody. Don't worry about me. I've got fruit tea and I might have a glass of red later. Oh, God, a lot's happened this week, hasn't it? In the Archers. Don't you think? Uh, Some things have yes. come to fruition. Most of it annoying. Yes. I found. What things have come to for to, to, to fruition? Fruition. Oh, well, the, the rapprochement of Toby and Pip is uh, extremely irritating. Neither of whom could either say or spell rapprochement. No, anyway, I nearly yes. said reconciliation, but I thought there were too many syllables in that. <laughs> no, they could have said that or spelled that <laughs> Exactly. <either. laughs> they got back together-ish. Sort of. Um, doesn't seem very likely to me. Well, I don't know. I don't agree with it. I think it's wrong and dirty. I think by the sound of it, he bent her over a Black & Decker workbench, didn't he? It didn't sound... It might not have been an actual reconciliation. There was just a lot of snogging yeah. in a barn. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, there was a bit of... Yeah. Yeah. Oh, stop it. Sorry. But, um, I mean, sometimes that happens and then the other person says, uh, no, actually, I just got completely carried away and we're still not doing anything. And then the person gets really, really yes. cross. Apparently. Oh, do they? Oh, God. <laughs> well, um, no one's talking about me here. <laughs> Lucy, you, you stick to talking about Roy Fields, love life. I was talking oh, about God. mine, actually. Okay. 
what, a, what a bunch of idiots we are. <laughs> oh, God. So there was that. And then, of course, this... I mean... It was Come on, we, we can't not... I mean, there's lots of stuff in, in these calls. We had about four million caller inners, all two minutes long. So we've we've had to be ruthless. Yeah, we've done a bit of sorry. exercising. So, so thanks, sorry. thanks to those who called in and we don't have time for it, but we did listen to... Uh, we did listen to your calls, but there just isn't enough room to put them in. Maybe we can put them behind a paywall, something like that. But Lillian and Matt. Mm, that's... I, oh, it's just, it's not, it's, right, here's what I think. Uh, it's not going to get as far as Justin and Lillian getting married, is it? It's, there's no way, although, are they going to, you wouldn't waste that uh, Christmas denouement. God, I think I swallowed a French dictionary today. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's not going to get that far, is it? Is it? Or, because something's going to happen at the Hunt Ball. Surely everyone, everyone who's everyone has got a ticket to the Hunt Ball. It, it always happens at the, um, at the Hunt Ball. Everything that happens, happens at yeah. the Hunt Ball. So there's going to be... Anisha will come back dragging a dead horse behind her. Matt and Lillian will be caught <laughs> in flagrante delicto. That's not French. And uh, Justin will be the, the catcher. I don't know. I'm, I'm fully expecting a, a, a surprise appearance from Charlie. Uh, and maybe Rob will stick his head out of a culvert or something. This is what's going to happen at the Hump Ball. Definitely. Something like that, anyway. What do you reckon? I don't... I'm still holding out for Lillian, the triumph of sort of hope over, over, over experience, and that Lillian still naively thinks that this wedding is actually going to go ahead. And that it in the final moments um, we will uh, we will have a situation where the wedding is called off at the last minute, or it goes ahead with Matt instead of Justin, um, as in all the best sitcoms and also um, the film High Society. Um, I the thing is, I think she's. I think Matt's right. I think Matt is showing more insight into this relationship than the other two put together. Mm. Because to be manipulative, and I know, you have to be a really, really good judge of um, people's behaviour. You have to be able to anticipate what how they're going to behave. And he just knows. He knows her inside out. But he's, he's making that out to be... Um, because they have this special connection. The thing is, they don't, because Matt knows every... That's how he operates. He knows... He gets to know everybody inside out, because that's what he... You know, he leans on people's weak points to get what he wants. God. I see. This is why I'm so unsuccessful what? with women, isn't it? Because I'm... I'm, <laughs> I'm not a manipulating bastard. I'm just a bastard. <laughs> I don't know. But it's not... It's it's not, but it's not something he uses just for women. No, he he did exactly the same thing with Alistair. It's, it, yeah, yeah, and and um, uh, Alistair and um, Tom and you know it's it, it, he. I'm I'm doing a lot of stuff with and about um, gangsters at the minute and organised crime and right. criminals and I have been thinking a lot about manipulation and how the kind of the skills that these people yeah. have to have 
and um and Matt's got every single one. He ticks every single box. Yep. Um, apart from he doesn't he doesn't appear to have a drug or alcohol problem, but pretty much everything else. Um, and the only thing I have is an alcohol problem, kind of... so I'm like a terrible gangster. <laughs> because because you you kind of um because you can't just use force oh, all no. the time because it attracts too much attention. You have to be subtle, and Matt is very very subtle and he knew exactly how far to push just and then he owns up to owns to up to him... it to Lillian and almost gets her on yeah. side showing that oh yeah I, I did wrong yeah. showed his weakness yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but when the other bloke when when Philip yeah. the Bullcock appears he manages to kind of um make it look as if as if Justin's just completely mm. gone batshit and he's out of control and you know I don't know I was just talking to him about his dog and then look at him you know he's you know it's so interesting he's, he's a great character um, he cannot go back really, to Costa Rica he, he cannot is, go he exactly that's what I was going to say he just please 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 don't I would rather go to Costa Rica he I will go not. to Costa Rica in Matt's place Stay. yeah I cuz I can still podcast from Costa Rica can't I it's a bit wet there apparently it's very humid I know people who, because lots of Americans go on holiday there. Or is that Puerto Rico? I can't remember. Anyway, so he cannot go. It, it's just not allowed. He's He's been back for, what, six months? Let's hope he's got a longer contract than six months. But there we are. It's probably about time we listen yeah. to some caller inners, isn't it? Yes, okay. let's do that. Let's do that. Get that bloody phone. Hello, Ambridge 3962. Well, our first caller in is, is uh, someone who hasn't called in for ages. So it's lovely, lovely to have Maeve call us. So here's what Maeve had to say. Hello, Royfield. Hello, Lucy. Hello, everybody. It's Maeve. Um, Hello, Maeve. Uh, they're not hiding from my children anymore because I have an empty nest. They have both gone and left me and are in uh, opposite ends of the country. Tom's in Durham, Ollie's in Pompey, and um, or Pompeii, my sister-in-law thought, <laughs> and wondered what she was doing in Pompeii. Um, was she studying archaeology? But that's another story. Um, but yeah, I'm ringing in because of Lillian, Justin and um, Matt. Um, sorry, I'm finding this storyline tedious, tedious beyond belief. It just doesn't strike me as. Um, I mean, I know it's. A, I know it's a soap. Listen, I get it. Um, you know, I know. I know it's a soap. Um, sorry, Royfield, but um, but yeah, it, it's all getting a bit um, Hollyoaks for me. Hollyoaks for the uh, for the elderly, really. Um, and <laughs> Matt actually is coming across as a bit creepy, really. <laughs> and um, Lillian is coming across as a bit <laughs> sort of coquettish and um, a bit of an idiot, really. Um, you know, this strong, independent businesswoman. Um, is all of a flutter at um, when Matt comes back in the scene. Not really believable. Um, and, uh, yeah, not telling a good story, really, and not giving, um, you know, independent women, you know, that's what I thought she was. So, yeah, so tedious beyond belief. Um, so stop it, all of you. Just stop it. Just marry Justin. Or actually, don't marry Justin. Just just be happy. Be single. Be happy, you know? Gosh, what's so bad about that? Um, so yeah, that, that's what I wanted to ring in for my for my uh, couple of minutes. Anyway, it's all a load of old uh, pony. Ha! And uh, just stop it. Okay, ciao, ciao, ciao. <laughs> I have some sympathies for that standpoint. Some. I mean, I, I am enjoying it. I mean, now, now that... Yeah. 
the, the thing that the Archers does, and it does it with all these stories, is that they, they can play the long game. It's a long form. The, most other soap operas, that they have an idea, and um, two weeks in, it, the story arc has has been completed, and we're moving on, but not with the Archers. It's multi-layered. It's a, it's a fine silken tapestry, isn't it? And uh, God, I am talking shit this week. Um, and that's what they're doing here. So if you're not into the storyline, it's going to start to bore you, isn't it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, I'm thinking, sorry. Oh, right, okay. Very slowly. Um, but uh, who, I mean, I know we have some callers this week who are saying, oh, I'm fed up with it. I know, I know, mate. But uh, there is, it is an actual, it's an archetypal storyline. And the reason it's archetypal is because on whatever le- level, somebody... We are invested in Lillian. She is one yeah. of the most popular characters on the on the on the show. And we, anybody facing a dilemma where they either jump one way or jump the other way, and to me, it's choosing between jumping into a pile of pig poo and a pile of cow poo. But you know, it's you, you can't you can't help but just be mildly interested in which way she jumps because what she does will change will change Ambridge ultimately, won't it? I mean, if she stays with um, Justin, she'll be a rival to Jenny. She'll be the sort of the, the, the the doyen of the dower house. Um, If she, if she goes uh, the map way, she'll have to face a hell of a lot of opposition from absolutely everybody. Mm -hmm. Uh, And she'll be naughty Lillian again. And she's trying desperately to be lady bountiful and good Lillian, isn't she at the minute? Um, Mm. And it's not, it, you know, you can't, I know it's, it's irritating, because, but everyone says, like Maeve did, you know, oh, she's a strong, independent woman. She's never been a strong, independent woman. She's always had a family. Um, she's one of those. Her monkeys. money hasn't come from her. Her money came from Ralph, came from her dad, then it came from, um, from her mum, and then it came from Ralph Bellamy. Yeah. And, and then, then it came then from. Matt took it all. Yeah. And then Matt ran off with it, then gave it back. And now she's just moved her banking account to Justin. You know, she does no freaking work. She's obsessed with how she, I'm, I'm not, none of this is, 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 is diminishing in any way. Yeah. How the, much we the, love her. The, the amount of, of love I have for her. I'm just saying, you know, let's not, let's not paint her as this kind of feminist hero. No. Because she's really, really not. She never, ever has been. No, she would. She would be boring. She would. Every aspect, every trait of her personality hinges on that kind of insecurity and uh, and, yeah. and wanting reassurance. And that's why she's. I nearly said good time girl, I mean, but she, I don't. I don't mean it in that sense. Was, I mean she likes to. She have was fun. going out with that stupid toy boy because he made her fit the one that ran off with Brenda Tucker because he made her feel um, younger. Yep. You know, she was. Um, uh, she she smeared cow shit on her face because Tony put it in a bottle and told her it was some rejuvenating thing when he was taking the Mickey out of her. You know, it's just she's not she's not this this you know Lillian Bellamy OBE. She's an idiot largely. That's and, why um, we love her because we're actually, all bloody idiots as well. Yes, yes, exactly. But she's hugely fallible, and you know she did she had a kind of a vague stab at not getting in the car with Matt, didn't she? He said, oh, let's have a hug. And she said, oh, no, no, not doing that again, darling. No, you know, no more hugs now, no more whatever. And she tried to stop him calling her Tiger, but uh, Puscat, but she can't resist 
when he says, just do this for me because no one can do it like you, when she has to go and um, persuade that woman to... to, to yeah, and she loved that. It was, it was... It, she loved yeah. it because... You know, it wasn't just, oh, you're so good at choosing fucking curtains, Lillian. It was, you know, go and do what you do best because I know you. And that is hugely appealing. Yeah, yep. he, he's, he's got her on a, on, on a fishing line, hasn't he? And, uh, but he's got everybody yep. on a fishing line. He could turn his attentions to anybody in the village and do the same thing. I mean, not necessarily. I mean, I'm not suggesting that him and Jimus would ever get it on. But, you know, that's kind of a... Um, uh, that He is capable of manipulating people to that extent that he could just switch those talents to anybody and get what he wanted out of them. Good God. <clears throat> yeah. He, he's probably the devil incarnate, I think. That's why he's so attractive. Yeah. I think we... But, you know, I know, I know, I know people like that. And, and they are generally involved in heavily involved in crime and they're successful at it because they can they can uh, they just they have this uh, hugely you know you know sorry. sorry you know when people are poor at navigation yes and they like me mm-hmm. for instance and they see things as i go you know right at the shop and left at the thing and right at the post box and and if someone's moved the shop of the post box, then I'm buggered and I don't know where I am. If, um, if, and some people see things like an aerial view. Yeah. yeah. And they can kind of see, it's like they have their own mental satellite map and they can just go zooshing up and get an aerial view of, a, of, of you know, of, of, yeah. of the terrain and the, and the, and the mm-hmm. directions. People like him, that's what they can do. They can, it's like playing chess and they're sort of eight moves ahead because they're anticipating what you're going to do next, how they're going to, respond to that and then how everything is gradually going to roll out oh and uh he it's true he, he that's what he does terrifying. he walks into a situation absolutely terrifying you can see how that's going to happen and a lot of the the, the guys i've been interviewing are, are this are the same they know what's gonna and when it goes wrong they're very philosophical about it because they know that what they can do is quite special and it's not going to work every time good grief well that's matt shall we move on to Catherine now <laughs> <laughs> God. Let's hear from Catherine. Hello, dum dummers everywhere. It's Catherine Rowan-Jones, Ivy Fox 88, 88 Ivy Fox, and even on the Twitters from High Wycombe. I'm thinking about Lillian Shower a lot this week and the wonderful Philip Moss in a scene reminiscent of 1970s German self-porn, I claim the fifth. Um, Lillian was starkers on the landing and Philip said he'd sort her pump. But really... <laughs> The shower is a metaphor for Lillian, who is running hot and cold about whether she should go with Justin or marry Matt. And who knows, but I'm enjoying Philip Moss. Thank you for the show. I love it to bits. It's the highlight of my podcasting week. Love to Dum to Dumbers Worldwide. Signing out. Bye. Oh, I mean, A, thank you so much. It, me- it, mean- it meant a lot to me when I heard that the first time around that w- we... Or I am part of, not I am, but, you know, we, Dumpty Dumbers, is, is the highlight of your podcasting week. I'm, I'm blushing now as I say thank you. Thank you very much. But Aww. I... And I I very much enjoyed the fact that you have developed a small obsession with Philip Moss. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> the plumber. Philip Moss. 
Um, do you, by the way, did you? Uh, we'll go and talk about uh, Catherine's call in a second. But did you did you see that? Was it on the Twitters that someone had said that they thought um, that Matt and Justin should do their own version of "I know him and I know her so well" from Chess? <laughs> I thought that was. Like what standing back to back with the camera whizzing round like on the yeah. video. So um, I learnt the chords on the guitar, and maybe. Oh right, I'm not okay. singing it. Never mind. I can't sing either, but I, 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 did, I did do a couple of practice runs, and it, it did delight me. So maybe, maybe there'll be a podcast extra of, of of me and Royfield doing it. I know her so well. Look, we're trying to charge money for these podcasts. Yeah, if you don't sign you know, up to Patreon, we'll definitely put, put it free on. online. <laughs> Every week, we'll come Roy round Fields to your house it. and we'll sing it to your letterbox. Do you? But yeah, I thought you know I hadn't picked up on that. And it... Robert and Royfield do well. Do <laughs> he hasn't got Sorry. the rocking yes. chair, but he's definitely got the jumpers. Uh, <laughs> she, I, I hadn't picked up on this at the time, but she's absolutely right, and I think it's quite insightful. It's, yeah, running Shower. hot and cold. I missed that nap completely. Passed me by, but that's yeah, excellent. I, yeah, brilliant. I don't, I, think, I don't even think she's she's going hot and cold. I think I think she's cold, and she's trying to persuade herself. Yeah, she's, she's sitting hot. in a tepid. As she's so many sitting of us are. A tepid sort of... with the scum uh, uh, around her yeah. <laughs> around her midriff, and there's a, there's a stray pubic hair floating towards her. <laughs> ah, stuck to the yeah. um, And it's and it's a grey one. As most it's of them are dr- these days. It's guilt. Guilt, guilt, guilty, 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 yeah. guilty, guilt. So she's, she's just playing herself off all the time about, uh, right, okay, I've, I've heard, you know, she's being so much nicer to him now, to Justin now she found out that he was going to cook yep. that meal and she didn't come home. So now that triggers, oh, whatever. And she actually, she very, very, she really seriously manages to convince herself that 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 you know she genuinely does yeah, and love I guess... him but she loves him in the way that you love yeah. an old dog not in the way that you you know want to rush off waving your knickers around like Still, she does with that yes. well you know i can understand mm. that he is he is more uh... exciting and uh, thrilling and 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 dangerous than 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 justin and justin is Justin is, um, he's a nice silk tie with, with, uh, with, with a, paired with a nice shirt. He's not even a comfortable yeah. jumper, is he? Yeah. And when I, when I imagine Lillian yeah. and Matt in bed together, in a bedroom, scene uh, is different from Justin. I'm trying to put this um, tastefully. Well, Lillian and Justin, I imagine, yes, like Eric yes, exactly. and Ernie, <laughs> side by side, both in their dressing yeah, gowns. Exactly. You you put it better than, than I could even. But yeah, with Matt and Lillian, there'd be a bottle next to the bed and an ashtray and somebody's mules hanging off one of the exactly. lampshades. And, you know, yeah, that's it. Yeah. yeah. Right. Let's hear from uh, someone else we haven't heard from in quite a while. This is uh, Mary Contrary or not Contrary. I do apologise. Hello, Dum Dum. It's Mary in Toronto. I'm not contrary on Twitter. It's been a while since I last called because I keep falling behind with listening to the archers, but I finally caught up. And so I thought I'd make a plot prediction about a recent storyline. 
my prediction is that when Alistair and Shula start to dig into the background for this complaint against the practice with the veterinary college, they'll find out Anisha has a string of complaints against her. And that's why she had to move from Scotland down (laughs) to Ambridge to set up in partnership with Alistair because she was in danger of being struck off or, or facing some kind of disciplinary action in Scotland. Not only am I falling behind on the archers, I'm also falling behind on Dumpty Dums. So if anyone is passing through Toronto and would like to meet up for a G&T, just at me, at Not Contrary, rather than asking Lucy or Roy Phil to mention it on Dumpty Dum, uh, because I may not hear the recording in time if it's a last minute visit. Bye. Ah. Oh. Yeah, so if you want to, uh, I was just about to do exactly what she told us not to do, but there we are. Um, no. <laughs> I mean... No, that's not going to happen. Anisha is, uh, she's great. I like Anisha. So stop picking on her, all of you lot. She's I'm got not... a nice Scottish action. Anisha didn't kill her. She's my girlfriend. Boy. Leave her alone. Uh, no, I don't think that's, I don't think that's going to happen. She's had a yeah. horse's eye out. Uh, no, I'm, but, but I don't know who's, uh, did someone later say this? I can't remember. Or maybe it's on the Twitters. And they were saying, you know, Matt has definitely got a hand in all this horse uh, forum shenanigans, definitely. Because remember, he he was doing something very similar to Justin three or four months ago, wasn't he, with the planning consent? So I think he's got a hand in that. Yeah. Well, because Anisha dropped him, uh, spurned him, yes. Spurned him. Uh, and um, I wouldn't do his horse. No, I don't. I, no. No, 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 So I'm saying no on Anisha and you're saying no, 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 no on Matt. Okay. <laughs> yes. Um, I don't believe that Anisha is, is a horse as a, no. as a, you know, has got a hugely bad record because she just sounds like the single most competent and efficient yeah. person I have ever heard, um, which I know is, <laughs> is not a good, a good recommendation, but uh, I no, I don't think Matt would be no. that fussed, really. Fair enough. He's got bigger fish to fry. No, I think and, he just yeah. find another um, another vet. Yeah, and it sounds like I don't. I don't think Roberta, the stable girl, is in the pay of no. Matt. Quite, all right then. Okay, fair enough. Well, it was just it was just an idea I was throwing out there that someone it was someone else's idea. I didn't even think it was true anyway. <laughs> but no, Anisha is <laughs> beyond beyond. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but no, but uh, she's beyond reproach and above suspicion and very much deep in my heart. And I can't wait for her to come back from... Uh I mean, yeah, she's a bit boring. It's just that very sexy Scottish accent that that gets me every time. Sorry. Yeah, that's it. She she sounds like she smokes uh, a full pack of uh, full strength exactly every day. And that's what I like in all. (laughs) She couldn't do all that running no. up and down Lakey Hill if she did, would she? Fair enough. She'd well, no, I know a lot of marathon up. runners who smoke. Well, they all used to smoke. Yeah. Yeah. Well, do you? one. And it's a vape. But, mm. you know. <laughs> I, don't like, I don't like the facts <laughs> to come between me and a, a good anecdote. <laughs> I think your conceit's just collapsed. Ah, uh, well, uh, shall, we hear, shall we hear from uh, Witherspoon now? Yes. Greetings, Lucy Royfield, Yoko Bear, and all Dumpty Dummers around the world. It's Witherspoon and Angus Haggis here, preparing to leave for a psychiatric conference in Washington, D.C. this week. So if you're a Dumpty Dummer in our nation's capital, give me a shout. 
Forget Pip and Toby, Shula and Alistair, Kate and Nola Tondo. They were all small potatoes. This week it was all about the triangle consisting of Justin, Lillian, and Matt, culminating in Friday's clandestine confrontation. Now, when our Lillian and Justin began their affair, I, like Lucy, was not a fan of either Justin or the relationship. But Justin dumped his wife, softened his hard edges, and pledged love and devotion to our Lillian. And I believe him. I know I'm in the minority, but as Lillian enters into Eric Erickson's eighth stage of psychosocial development, ego integrity versus despair, I think he's a much better partner for Lillian than Matt is. The problems are that he has turned a bit too complacent. He has controlling and concealing tendencies, not as bad as, as Rob, of course, and he allows Matt to push his buttons. What I think is going on with Lillian is that she has been going through the process of resolving her feelings about Matt and what he did to her. Remember, it was Matt who left Lillian rudderless, and Lillian doesn't like not being in control. Matt's return has led to her dealing with important questions before she can truly commit to Justin. She can finally say goodbye to Matt on her own terms. Am I right? I don't know. I could be completely wrong. And we can find that Lillian and Matt are together by the time this is aired. But if Lillian leaves with Matt and goes across the ocean, then Ambridge loses one of its most popular characters. And I don't think that's going to happen. Talk to you all soon. Well, there you go. We, just been, we have such faith in you until you go, am I right? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Kind of... <laughs> it's just a certificate on a wall on a, on a couch. I mean, we mean anything. <laughs> oh well yes i mean okay he might go she won't go he might go she won't go and then he'll come um, back at christmas and yeah did you see kerry said oh i'm writing the, yeah yeah i'm yeah. writing the christmas thing and thing. and if if anyone listened to royfield uh, talking to tim bentink uh he did mention that he was talking he was talking to to uh uh uh, Kim Durham the other mm. day and if they record six or eight weeks in advance that means that <gasps> oh you're so cunning mm-hmm. are you a master criminal no is this is this is this naive slightly tipsy front just a front <laughs> yes, I'm like I'm like <laughs> Chauncey from um that film the Peter Sellers film that's what I'm like I'm just a, a an idio savant with more idio <laughs> than savant <laughs> I've used that line before. <laughs> it's, Did it work? Tell you what, no. Uh, I'm here, aren't I? Uh, I? I tell you what, I, I, I can't wait for Witherspoon to pay a visit to uh, the UK because I, I think I need a bit of psychoanalysis because he seems to he seems to be able to break people's reactions down in, into into uh, very specific stages. Uh, that relate back to long words that I don't understand. And I think that will be good for Yes. Me. Yes, so say Lillian's going through the second stage of this and so-and-so is going through. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, I suppose I don't think that that would be necessarily good for you. I think you just need, need to take a good hard look at yourself, Robert. <laughs> but it would... <laughs> it would certainly... <laughs> Be very good for Lillian. <laughs> Nobody on the Archers has therapy apart from Helen for about half an hour. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So, the, 
So it's it's psychotherapy for Lillian. It's uh, electroconvulsive therapy for Adam. Um, it's I don't know castration for Brian. Uh, Colour therapy for Kate and uh, <laughs> oh, as if she hasn't already. Yeah, had she's that. definitely had that. Tell you what, uh, one thing. Uh, speaking of Kate, I. Um, Every time she came in and there was one of those bells tinkling, I kept having to look at my phone to see if there were... I thought you. <laughs> that, that is very similar to the alert I have for you. And I kept... Oh, oh no. Have I got my own alert on your yes, phone? On WhatsApp, I have, um, I have different alerts for different people. Wow. So I know who's calling without looking. I know who's messaging. And you remember them all? Yeah, but I've only, it's only four or five people that I regularly WhatsApp with. It's not you know, a list of 199 different... <laughs> oh, well, the whale song, yes, that must be... Uh, that's Jim. And then, oh, yes, oh, <laughs> the bag of spanners being thrown out of a bedroom window. Uh, that's Lucy. <laughs> no, you, you... Now you've ruined it. I was feeling all special, and now you've just compared me to a bag of spanners. <laughs> You're a very shiny bag of spanners. You are a, a wine glass being pinged. Like that. Oh. Uh, mainly because I think on on your uh, avatar you're holding there's a that you're holding yes. a, a glass. That was a that's a picture. That, and guess who did that picture? Uh, Albert Einstein. I don't know. Shambridge. Oh, did she? Okay, brilliant. Harriet is a blooming. There's nothing the woman can't do. She's so irritating. I know. I hate people. I like really that. ought to hate her, or at least you know have her taken out by some sort of hired assassin. Which of course she's you know. Too many. lovely. I can't do it. Oh well, we, you can just I fantasize. Do. You can just fantasize about that. I'm just getting touch with Matt. Mm. Mm. Next caller. This is Abby from Brighton. Hello, Dumpty Dummers around the world. It's Abby from Brighton here at Much Ado Amber's on the Twitters. I'm mostly phoning to say that, unusually for me, I completely disagree about the Jim Robert Parish Council storyline. I think two older, affluent, presumably white men who benefit from all of life's privileges should know better than to use the aspirations of a poor working class young woman as a toy in their ongoing tiffs. I'm no fan of Emma, and we all know her reasons for wanting to be a parish councillor are entirely selfish, but the fact that she's willing to do something about it should be commended rather than patronised. I just find Jim and Robert squabbling and using her aims and wants to do something better for herself as a reason to have an argument are just really hideous, and it's really got on my nerves. Um, I also wanted to say that I felt sorry for Shula for about five seconds this week, which is really unusual for me because I hate her. Um, But when she was clearly really worried and trying to explain to Alistair why she was worried, he's just complete head in the sand. And if you're a worrier, there is nothing worse than that. So I did understand, but then she got on my nerves again. Um, If she had a proper employment contract with uh, her stable girl, then there would be a confidentiality clause, which would mean that she wouldn't be able to slag her off on the internet. Oh, but then she wouldn't have been able to sack her with 10 seconds notice. So swings and roundabouts, I suppose. No one in Ambridge ever seems to be able to do any kind of employment law. Just Hmm. write a contract, write a proper contract. It's that straightforward. That's enough from me anyway. So hope everyone is well and cheery bye. Cheery bye, and give my love to the dicky birds in the background. <laughs> did you hear them tweeting away? Oh. I did. 
Abby, I especially liked when you said that Jimmus and Robert were presumably yes, I... white. I, <laughs> well, think... Both... <laughs> I think if either of them were black, we would have heard about it yes. by now. I'm fairly <laughs> sure. <laughs> oh dear, yes. But, well, maybe, maybe they are, and we have been living under uh, false, uh, false uh, impression. I know. So the BBC is listening to all these people complaining, writing in, complaining about the diversity, and and and, and they're saying, but half the half the men on the arches yes. are black. What are you talking? It's radio. About? You can't see them, but they. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> I completely so agree, I. Abby. I really do. It's kind of like the. Um, it's that assumption that uh, every it's that ent- entitlement. Everything is ours anyway, so we can play mm. games with it. And it's it's taking away from people who have to struggle to get there. It's like the it's like the the posh thick kids that get into Oxbridge because Daddy went or because you know they're really really good at rowing or something. That and, doesn't happen anymore. And <clears throat> of course not. Um, oh yes, yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yes, um, uh, and then and then they promptly go and piss around, gamble with the rules, start doing awful things like that guy lighting the twenty pound note, you know, initiation ceremonies and all that stuff. And you think just be bloody grateful that you're there, but they don't have to be grateful because they knew it was going to happen. And then there's people that are breaking their neck to try and get there and, you know, it's not going to happen. And it's it's just that. It's that if you can afford to gamble with it, then you don't deserve to But it is it. going to be good fun, isn't it? Watching this play it's out. Because I, I got this little little well, this little was... bit of um, giddiness in, in my in my tummy when, when Robert said, Oh well, Jim, if Jim Jim's just doing this blah, 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 and he started and I thought, This is gonna get good, isn't it? This is gonna get really good. Yeah. Yeah, because you know I, I I have no interest in twitching uh, curtains or birds or anything like that. But this is, there's going to be some real meat on this. I'm I'm hoping for some. Um, uh, I'm hoping. Wouldn't it be great if if at the election at yeah, gerrymandering and carpet bagging and uh, whatever filibustering yeah. uh, on all those words? Yeah. Uh, but I wonder if there's at the, the hustings whether one of them will develop a cough and <laughs> will lose their voice <laughs> i do hope so but yep yeah, you're absolutely right pair of uh entitled old duffers that should know better and should be absolutely yeah. ashamed of themselves uh and i'm not talking about us yeah. lucy <laughs> i'm no, not an old duffer definitely not <laughs> old, that's very true duffer. right <laughs> <laughs> i don't even know what that means ah have we finished with the caller in us now? <laughs> so now you've called me an old bag of spanners, basically, haven't you? This is not going, especially after I did the big shout out for your birthday. Sorry, hell, I think I think we'd better take some ads now while I grovel. Okay. Look what. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. 
That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Free speech has gotten you, right? And, and if free speech is going to bring a Hitler to power, are you still going to defend the rights of those people to speak? If you talk about the things that affect your daily life. The secret to being a good actor. I don't really care, actually, whether Britain remains Britain. His dad was actually murdered in front of him. Marine Le Pen has changed the Front National. If it's like kind of like a documentary investigative reporting serialized true crime, it often gets into questions about the justice system or the media. In an uncertain world, there's always music which can be listened to in good company. Welcome to Friday 15, the show where you speak to friends and interesting people for the backdrop of great tunes and allocate 15 minutes to vote. Good question. Really good question. Bake Off is back on your TV this week, albeit on a new channel and with new presenters, so it's good to know there's one thing you can rely on, and that is Cat and Mim with their soggy bottoms. Go to iTunes or your podcatcher of choice. And remember, to get in contact with us, you can leave a voice message via SpeakPipe on the website or call 0203 031 3105. That's 0203 031 3105 to leave a message. I think we're back, Lucy. And now it's time for a little bit of the social media goings-on with the Sultan of Social, Mr. Yokel Bear. Hello, Dumpty Dum. It's Yokel Bear here with the social media roundup for the week. Um, Just been looking at the forum. Um, A lot of the posts are stuff that Millie commented on last week so i'm mainly going to concentrate on facebook but if you go over to the forum there's still some really good posts on the go um about kate um about how annoying she is but how we kind of like her a little bit maybe um and also there's the continuing thread of things that never happen in ambridge um i was going to say stealing apples from orchards but of course that's happened now hasn't it Mind you, I suspect the Grundies have been up to that for a while, and more on that in a bit. Um, so, over on the book face, we started the week with a Shula thread, because it wasn't looking very good for Shula at the beginning of the week. Yeah, it was <laughs> It was worse by the end, though, wasn't it? 
But um, I, you know, I posted saying that I thought a bigger skill was piling extra stress on Misery and Alistair. Um, But Sarah Passingham said, I'm going to stand up for Shula. She's been dealt some dead boring storylines over the past years. But I um, understand her because Sarah's of the same age, same demographic, almost the same birthday. Um, Sarah, are you Shula? Uh, have Have we ever seen you in the same room together? Um... Audrian um, Delgado Covarubias said, um, Shula's priorities are baffling. She's quick to explain the Anisha situation in order to save face, but to whinge at Alistair seems like her understanding of the situation is questionable. Yeah, I think her priorities were a bit all over the place this week. Um, but again, we've got another supporter, Laura Jo um, Elzinger, said, um, I've always liked Shula, an imperfect person struggling to be the best, sometimes succeeding, sometimes not whereas Claire Asprey just posted if she mentions that bloody dinner jacket one more time yeah she did a little bit didn't she um Debbie Smith is on the other side of the fence though from the people who are supporting and said she's awful they're both awful why don't they just sell up and have an easy life and spare us all the moaning um yeah maybe a little bit Ben Johnson said if you've been affected by having a Shuler in your life, share hashtag Shuler drove me to gamble to your Facebook wall. Um, and I just want to finish this one. Uh, La Toisette rather succinctly put, she's a bell end. Well, thank you for the commentary there. Um, what else did we talk about? Oh, yeah, we talked about Latif. Latif, was he gonna was he gonna go and dump um the veterinary practice? Uh found out by the end of the week, of course, he did. Um but a few interesting things came up. Stephen Thomas said, Anisha's sick mother doesn't ring true. She's a fraudster of some description. I think, Stephen, you're on to something. There's something doesn't feel right about this. Um I think she might have done a bunk. Um, I'm not sure, um, but there, there is something, I don't know, I don't know, there's something, I can't put my finger on it, uh, as the saying goes. Um, Martin van der Heuvel said, Latif should complain to the BBC. Why, oh, why did the BBC commission two more series of Line of Duty? <laughs> Which made me laugh. Um, Joanne Schoen asked whether Matt's got any um, anything to do with the stories about the veterinary practice being spread so quickly and so venomously. I think you could probably, yeah, you could probably put a bet on that. Um, he's probably behind something somewhere, isn't he? We also went, or CSI Ambridge, when we were asking asking the question, is it just harmless scrumping, those apples, or is it criminal theft? Um our own Witherspoon um, said, call me Crossy, but if the trees don't belong to them, then it's apple thievery. But then we had to explain what scrumping is. I don't think they've got scrumping over in the over in America there. Um, Anthony Ogden thought it was harmless scrumping. Um, um, <laughs> said, harmless scrumping will be taking a few. Stripping the trees bare crosses a boundary for me. Yeah, they did go like a plague of locusts, didn't they? Um... Other people, um, uh, again, Jehane Duar um, said scrumping. The apples are going to waste and the trees will be scrubbed up. In fact, um, they're doing the world a service. Uh, But um, 
Terry Gardner voted, I vote Scrumping. It's all in the eye of the beholder. Um, I quite enjoyed um, Joe this week going off and trying to find out from Justin what's going on. Um, yeah, that was... I, I, I do like Joe. I know Joe divides opinions, but Joe, 95... Um, he's one of my faves. Um, but also we ended the week by asking, will Lillian take up the offer, the indecent proposal, uh, from Matt? Um, Joanne Smith said, I'd rather have them stay in Ambridge and Justin leave because I like hearing Tiger and Puscat together, but I can't imagine how they'll do that with Justin around. Um, Ruth Halliwell said, I was surprised at how angry she sounded. The question is, is she angry with Matt for forcing the issue or with herself for still having feelings for him? I think she's still got feelings for him. I think um, Matt has played a very, very good game, hasn't he? Um, in terms of putting her in situations that reminded her of when they were together. Um, clever Matt. Um Leslie Daly has actually put a figure on it. 90% not, uh, but still the 10% no. So, um, you know, I think that's uh, that's kind of interesting. We'll find out, won't we? Um, also as well, our off-topic posts have been quite popular. Our non-archers day, Saturday non-archers post. This week we did an, an austerity version of Desert Island Discs. One record, um, one book. One luxury item. So go and have a look. It's really interesting to find out what people's tastes are, especially the luxury items. Anyway, that's me done for the week. Cheerio. Bye. Well, thank you very much, Yokel Bear, for that roundup of the social medias. And uh, uh, as you heard at the end, he was talking about the, the budget Desert Island discs. So you're allowed one record, uh, one luxury and one book. Do you have... One book, one record, and one luxury that you'd take to a desert island, Lucy? Oh, Lord. One book would be... Probably Sunset at Blandings. Hmm, never read it. P.G. Woodhouse. Um, uh-huh. uh, no, Joy in the Morning. P.G. Woodhouse, Joy in the Morning. Um, okay. And what was the other thing? Music. Music and then luxury. The Hallelujah Chorus. Music. Mm-hmm. And then I could pretend to be on my horsey and gallop around the island. And um, and the luxury object. Could I have my dog? No. Mm, no, no, you can't really. My Kindle with an online, with a, with a, with a Wi-Fi connection. <laughs> you know full well that's not allowed. <laughs> not allowed. Anyway. You make a rubbish Kirsty. She doesn't shout at people. That's what you think. (laughs) When the mic's down, she does. Well, the book I would take Mm -hmm. is Custard, Culverts and Cake, which is new from Ah. uh, Academics on Life in the Archers, Ah. which I've had delivered today. And it's a weighty tome. And it's all in small writing. And I I have to do a lot. And it's all that proper academic stuff as well with with um, abstracts and the like. Really? And conclusions, <laughs> yes. And, and it's got diagrams as well. It's got, it's got uh, appendices. Uh, it's, I thought it was just going to be a laugh, but you know, there we go. So that, that's the book I would take, obviously. Um, the record, I would take, I would take 
Mm, I'd probably take something by Stephen Sondheim because I'm a big fan. And I'm going to see Follies uh, in November. So I'd take... Uh, I'd take... Uh, I'm Still Here. Sung by you, Lucy. Um oh. From Follies. Have you heard um, Carol Burnett's version of that? Oh, probably. But um, Barbara Cook is a, a legendary version that I've heard before. Uh, and even... Um, but, but the, the version that was on... on was it, Who was singing that? Shirley MacLaine sang it on Postcards from the Edge, didn't she? Uh, yeah. yeah. So that and the luxury. What I think I'd probably take a, a nice case of wine, an endless case of wine, probably. You know full well you're not allowed that, Robert. I bloody well am. Otherwise, I'm not frigging going, Kirsty. <laughs> so there we are. You can take your <laughs> island and you can yeah, stick you can it. Stick what? it up your sandy crack, love. Right, that's enough of that nonsense, <laughs> Lucy. Just spat tea all over my keyboard now. Yes? I think it's about time we heard your tweets of the week. Okay. Excuse the language in advance if you have small people around. Cover that, yars. Foggy knitter. Oh, for fuck's sake, Shooter has lost all sense of proportion. It's a hunt bull, not a meeting of cobra. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, Loma Lindy 12. Adam has lift off with a battery operated toy. That's all I'm saying. Little Kim, at this rate, artisan booze is going to overtake farming as the primary source of income in Borsetshire. Well. Um, someday the 12th, Lillian just can't resist Matt and his intrigues. She's drawn like a goth to a dribbly <laughs> candle. <laughs> and Deb's from Germany. For fuck's sake, Lillian, just get a better vibrator and ditch them both. At Lucy V. Freeman, I hope that gets a mention, she says. Exclamation mark! Yes, it did. You were, in fact, Tweet of the Week, Debs from Germany. Ah, battery's not included. <laughs> Definitely not. That's, I'm blushing now. Blushing with, with pure embarrassment at that. Filth. You should be thoroughly ashamed of yourself, Debs in Germany. I know, I know you have your glass coffee tables over there in Germany, but here in, in, in Oxford, we, we don't. We don't do that oh no nothing devious or dodgy ever happens in oxford does it and don't even think about looking in my bedside cabinet it's out of bounds there's a reason why inspector morse is always there (laughs) very much so (laughs) ah right what what's what are we doing next oh if you would like to help uh keep our little show on the road there are two ways this can be done you can donate by hitting the donate button on the site or you can sponsor us via patreon.com yes and very soon there'll be lots of extra content for people who are our patreons yes. and that will be hidden in in like, my bedside like cabinet robert <laughs> royfield always calls you robert like ursula robert. To call Rob- <laughs> <laughs> send it over to robert robert will be playing his uh guitar so that's something to miss. <laughs> and royfield will be singing i'd imagine yes Torch songs. Definitely. Songs yes. from the shows. Yes, wearing his leather skirt. Well, yes, and I've seen it. I, he, he needs a lot of talcum powder to get that on, I can tell you. 
Yeah. And on that note, it is nearly time for us to go. But remember, to get in contact with us, you can send us a voice message via SpeakPipe on the website or call 0203 031 3105. That's 0203 031 3105 and leave a message. You can find Royfield and Lucy at Dumpty Dum. That's at Dumpty Dum. And Lucy is at Lucy V. Freeman. And I can be found at at Naked Fingers, all one word. And that my good friends, is all you're getting from us. <laughs> and we nearly brought it in under under an hour. Marvellous. That was quite good this week, wasn't it? Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 